There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm Brown & Crouppen sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. Welcome back to the morning after, presented to you by Brown and Crouppen. My name is Tim McKernan. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> Douglas Elvin Vaughn. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I don't know how unbelievable that is. You're killing it, Doug. Yeah, girl, you, you be killing them. Uh, there's Damn the plow. Ken Strode not available, though, for the 8 o'clock no. hour. He's doing a DNA test with the help of Jackson. Jackson I saw him out there smoking. <laughs> Jackson, are you available? Yo. There he is. Did you read the instruction booklet yet? Yep. And... Very what do you easy. got? It's very easy. You said that though with disappointment almost. Yeah, kind of. I didn't mean to. It's, it's my read. It's, uh, it's not going to be difficult. The problem, not problem, mm. but something mm. we did not, we were wrong on, is your test will be completed six to eight weeks from the time you oh, receive your Bill. sample. So. Mm. we got to wait two months. Yeah. Yeah, that looks to be the case. Pretty simple. Yeah. What's up? <clears throat> yeah, pretty simple. I'm just spitting. You you will just be spitting, yes. Can they just take a hair sample? Uh, this uses saliva, so uh, the instructions say: do not eat, drink, smoke, or okay. chew gum for thirty minutes oh. before giving your saliva oh. sample. Thirty minutes. It's all. So okay. No, no water, food, dart, or chewing gum for thirty minutes. Can you make it to eight forty-five? Do we, we want to do this now? What time is it? Eight seventeen. Seventeen. No water either. No. Okay. So you're going to spit on the air? No, I'll do it at the next break. All right. Oh, I'd do it on air. Yeah, watch me spit. I'm going to spit well, on air. Well, you could turn your back to the camera, maybe. <laughs> turn all these people on. No, I don't know that anyone would be turned on by that. I'm going to make you an account, X. I really feel bad for Jackson. That's from the 573. You shouldn't. Jackson is like Iggy's husband when it comes to simple tasks. It's from Steve, Wildwood chairman. He actually yeah, said okay. earlier that Iggy needs a husband. <laughs> he one. needs a good woman in his life. I'll take one. <laughs> Talk another thing we need in our lives, the Munganass Daily Fantasy Sports Showdown. Are these updated, Jackson? I didn't... Yeah. Okay, thank you. And now it's on to Pebble. Iggy's up first. Yeah, Iggy's got the box. Uh, KG No Town's roster in? Uh, no, he needs to sell oh, it. Oh, no. Bill. These do not, however, Jackson, I know you know this, it doesn't have the totals. Correct. Okay. Uh, Flip Wilson, who okay. is lovely and sends me the names every week, was... Uh, I don't know. I don't think he realized we were doing it today, so he's okay. a little late. But no problem, Flip. You're good people. Cool. So I just wanted to let you know that you're gonna have to you look up the. Uh, you be killing them. I mean, I enter it into the app. Girl, yeah. girl, 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 girl. You be killing. Right. Them. I this is a uh, no cut event. Okay. Right? Just as an FYI, uh, the PGA Tour keeps changing things <laughs> as it treads water. You think that's going to affect how I blindly pick names? Hell no. 
Iggy, what do you got? Uh, I went top heavy today, Doug. I got three sevens and three nines. Okay, who'd you pick? Uh, let's start at the bottom. Uh, I can't believe I got him for 7000 Who is it? Brendan Todd. Brendan Todd. I think he's got back-to-back top 12s at Pebble. Has he? So uh, it's a uh, course for the horse, horse for the course. What? Type pick. Course for the horse. Horses for the courses. Horse, guys that play well in certain courses, and he's got back-to-back top 12s at the Pebble Beach uh, Pro-Am. So I'm right. going it's like Brendan Todd. Park. Okay. Doug, do you have a... A, a go-to course? Riverside, I guess. That's right. Yeah. That's, That's where I score the best. Yeah. Well, <laughs> for it, baby. Next time there's a tournament, tournament yeah. at Ruth Park, I'm picking you. You'll mm-hmm. probably get you for 6,200. Doug's our first pick here. This is huge for okay. him. This is a signature event. All right. I've got a name here. Old Mackenzie Hughes. Mac Hughes. Mackenzie Hughes. He's probably in the low sevens down there. Maybe 6, high sixes. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Well, that, okay. Well, I can't see, see you, diversi- you diversified your your roster yeah, on a no see. cut event. I think that's the strategy. Yeah. And, and and who could have picked Chris Kirk? Well, could I you couldn't have? have. No, I didn't. Uh-uh. Who could have picked? I suppose I could have. Nick Dunlap. Nobody. Who could have picked whoever the guy is who just won at Torrey Pines? Yeah. No one. No one. Peron. Nobody. I think two percent had Peron. Is that right? Really? David Perron? David Perron. Perron. number 57. All right, Iggy, what do you got now? Well, let's stay in the 7,000s. Uh, a guy who hasn't missed a cut in a long time. Uh, had a top 10 here last year. Nick Taylor. Nick Taylor. Nick Taylor. Okay. Oh, Doug, yeah, I'll pick another one if I can reach it. If I can, uh, I'd like to find a, a course for the horse. Okay, I think I have one here in my hand, yeah. Oh, Rory McIlroy. Oh, you. McRib. You. Coming off a runner-up and a win in uh, Abu Dhabi. Oh, is he? Okay. Probably should have won the first one. Nice Bogey, job, Doug. Bogey okay. the last hole. All right. Uh, and my last one in the 7,000s, Doug. Uh, just a ball striker. <laughs> just doesn't, doesn't, <laughs> ball doesn't, miss, doesn't miss fairways. And, no. Uh, has played well here in the past. And I don't think it? he's missed a cut in about a year. Who is it? I'm going with Denny McCarthy. Okay, Denny McCarthy. He has uh, had incredible strokes gained putting at Pebble. Uh, in his tenure, Doug, that is really going to be fun to watch him roll the rock. Is that Poa Anna? I don't know how fun it's going to be. Yeah, that stuff starts popping up in the afternoon. Okay, I haven't. I've I found another one here. Okay, who do I have? Oh, Stephen Jager. Well, he was your 54-hole leader this past weekend at Torrey Pines, and then fired a 72. Do you think that was nerves, or what happened? On uh, he probably just didn't ball strike the way he wanted to. Doug, when you asked him questions post-round, what was his main reasoning for the... He said he he, he didn't like the frog's hair on that course. Ah, yeah. <laughs> uh, now let's go with the big guns, Doug. Uh, my okay. three top plays here. Uh, 90,000. This guy just makes top tens week after week after week, and he'll probably finish last this week. Who is it? Uh, Ludwig Eberg. Woohoo! Ludwig Aberg. How do you spell that last name? A B E R G. I noticed this past weekend kind of had some yippy moments. Oh, a little scary for yeah. the talent he has. I hope that was just a one-off. But, I think he's uh, still out of top ten last week. God, and if and if he doesn't have these three jacks and four jacks, he's uh, he's right there with the gentleman that we can't recall who won the tournament. No, but he was a good player. Thank you very much, Frenchman. That's right. Think okay. about that. Yeah, yeah, give me the box, and I'll reach in there and see if I can find another one. Okay, well, you know what? I have a piece of paper now in my hand. Kurt Kitayama. Kurt 
Kitayama. Jackson, it's done. Camera look okay? I thought my arm hit it. Let's take sure. a look. Oh, I think it's fine. I... What? Not great. But... Oh. Do I need to move? I can, no. I can, no. I can change that? it. It looks like it's right in my face. No, I think you need more headroom. It's fine now. Okay. Right. Sorry. Come on. It's hard to reach these boxes around okay. three I get cameras. It's all good, big dog. Don't worry about it. I like that when somebody gets called Big Dog. Is that mm. what Tiger called somebody? At yeah, all-time oh. meme. That was great. That was social media peak right there. And that's when you definitely don't know the guy's name. Yeah. What up, Big Dog? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a compliment. and When really you haven't a clue who it is. Saves you from the embarrassment. Mm -hmm. Okay, Iggy, who you got? <laughs> and uh, going back to uh, last year, uh, <laughs> right, after struggling to not get in... Uh, not get to the playoffs. Um, he's done nothing but go top five his last four events. Well, who is it? Uh, Justin Thomas. Justin Thomas. I think Thomas. he's going to have a bounce back year. I think he's going to have a great year this year. Okay, well, we'll see. Hopefully he will. We'll see who I pick. Plowsy, try not to hit the camera. All right. Ah! Oh, reach around. Okay, I've got one. I've got one. Emiliano Grillo. Is it Grillo or Grillo? I don't know. Argentina. I would think Grillo. And here's a guy, Doug, who, I mean, you always talk about it, high ceiling, low floor, but maybe the kind of pick you want to make on a no-cut weekend. I don't know. Okay. Just... I thought that was your strategy. I think he had a top guess... 10 last week, I think. Did he? The week before high, that, I think he missed the High cut. ceiling, low floor. Yeah. Okay. He can blow up. Uh, and a man that uh, I think he wins this week, plays well at Pebble, Patrick Cantley. Patrick Cantley. Okay. I'm sorry, Cantley. Thank you. Okay, let's see who I pick on my last one. Plowsy, the, bo the box, if you would, please. Ah! Oh, that long read. Oh! So many I feel like effing I got two papers. In my fingers. Okay. Yeah. Who did I get? Oh, Bo Hostler. Well, Bo Hostler played really well at Torrey Pines. Can he carry that momentum into Pebble? Uh, that'll be fun to watch. Played well here in the past, Doug. He loves pro amps. Oh, does he? Yeah. He loves okay. playing with people. Bo Show. Okay, well, we'll see what... KG and O-Town sent in? Not yet, okay. but do they tee off tomorrow? Yeah, but uh, probably not till. I mean, no cut events. They probably won't even tee off till Only probably, 80 players. They probably won't even tee off till like 10 o'clock Pacific time, so should have time to do it tomorrow if he wants. Yeah, they'll be all right. Get Jackson to Arizona now. He's on his last leg. I can hear it in his voice. That's from Mr. Big Cream. I'm good, baby. You got one foot out the door, Berkey? No. I got <laughs> I got work to do there, baby. Okay. But you're looking forward to this uh, getaway, this sojourn? Absolutely. Hanging out with all my friends in the warm weather, playing golf. I have mm -hmm. such anxiety now when I travel because something you've experienced, Doug, when you're traveling, especially if you're doing it for an extended period of time and you have young children, you can't really... At least I can't. Relax. Yeah, because yeah. it's in the back of your mind. What are they going to do? What are they going to do? And my wife's parents are handling them for the whole time we're gone next week. That's a, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. Oh, they'll be fine. I know they'll be fine. I mean, but it's still, it's, it just creates a little more anxiety than, oh, we're going to go to Las Vegas and I'm going to play poker for two weeks and snort rails off Hoover's asses. That's you know, what you're going to do? That's what, that's what I was doing. Now, you know. Right off the popo. <laughs> right off the tramp stamp. Oh. Real question. Your opinion. 
Is the PGA Tour falling apart? It's from the 314. Well, good news. In four minutes, Jay Monahan is addressing the entire PGA Tour uh, with a status update on the merger. So we are going to have information on this in a matter of moments, and uh, we will be monitoring it here on the morning after, which is presented to you, Doug, by Brown and Crouppen. Usually when it appears that leagues are falling apart and they try to figure out a merger of some kind, historically, it comes out all right. Usually things that leagues are better than they were, right? The NFL is better when I'd the like AFC and NFC join. That's Baseball the is I'd better. I'd like to think that that's the case. I'd like to think that's the case. Jackson Burkett, Berkey, Doug, has just entered well, the studio. Well, hello, Burks. And he just tipped his cap. What, what hat you got doing? on there? That's a Callaway hat. He's getting working. What's wrong? Business-like expression. You two done? Oh, got you, got you, got you. Okay. Jackson put his hand on the plowhawk shoulder, kind of like a guy entering a debate and wanting to get the upper hand of like, I'm going to be the top, you're going to be the bottom. No, he knew where I was going. In okay. my, because my, he does a lot of writing through the ancestry thing along with his other duties. I yeah. figured I could help out, but he's focusing, which is probably a little bit more attention. What's wrong to with the focus? I, I, I don't know. I hit again, my elbow hit it oh. and it caught the big, big zoom thing. all the way in, focus, and then zoom out. Well, that's how you do Put it. A piece of white paper in front school. of it. Mm-hmm. Jackson fixes everything. I don't think we have to white balance. Can you anything. fix the elevator? Oh, Jackson, I talked to, I talked to, not that I care, is I talked to the uh, girl down there fixing it. Uh, she said the part's in. Yeah, I saw her. They she just need to be, it needs to be inspected. I said, oh, so be done today? Not today. No. Soon, but not today. <laughs> so I guess nobody can come inspect it, but the part's in. My bad. Um, Doug, I was setting you up for a Brown and Crouppen read. Uh, oh. And I, I guess I didn't, I didn't clearly oh. set it up, and that's, that's on me. The ball was thrown out of bounds. What are you going to do? We what may all need now? them if that part goes in and it wasn't inspected and the elevator falls apart. That's who I would call, as we've gotten to know... Uh, Ed Herman and uh, Terry Crouppen and Andy Crouppen. We know they are wonderful guys, highly intelligent, uh, personable guys, just the type that you would like on your side. If you have a personal injury law case, if you've been injured by someone else's negligence, Brown and Crouppen is a local law firm there to help serve you and get you through that. They'll give you a free evaluation. They work on a contingency basis, no upfront cost to you. If you don't get paid, they don't get paid, and they've won more than a billion dollars in compensation for their clients. They're just who you want on your side. Local law firm, they know their way around the courts here. They know the other lawyers. They know the judges. They know everything about St. Louis. Things that happen here, they provide superior legal services and value value client services as well. Big part of the community, they value that as well. If you think you may need Brown and Crouppen services, call them. I'll give the number now. Do it. Yeah. 314-222-2222. Or you go to brownandcrouppen.com. Make sure to let them know you heard about it here on TMA. They are the local law firm that has grown into one of the largest personal injury firms in the mid- Midwest. Thank you, Brown and Crouppen, for being our title sponsors and for being such great servants to the people of St. Louis. There it is. Brown and Crouppen presenting sponsor here of uh, TMA. And Mr. Licks just sent in a screenshot. I can't tell who the, the author of the tweet is because it's on a screenshot. Joe, I think uh, it might be Joe Piscopo. You remember him? Sure. Yeah, I think he's covering golf. He did a great Frank Sinatra. Good friend. Joe Pompoliano, Mm -hmm. do you have the tweet up? Yeah. Uh, Could you read the bottom part? Because uh, the main part is this. It's about what we talked about yesterday. I know not everybody uh, gets a chance to listen for all three hours, but the Wall Street Journal article, which I think was citing the original source, which was Bloomberg, on the uh, $12 billion valuation for the new PGA Tour with $3 billion of that coming in from cash 
from a variety of heavy hitters in American sports, including John Henry of the Red Sox, uh, Arthur Blank of the Falcons, Steve Cohen of the Mets, Tom Ricketts of the Cubs. Uh, importantly, this, though, to me, is the big part of the story. Importantly, this deal does not include Saudi Arabia's public investment fund, although the PGA Tour is still negotiating with them on a potential partnership. So there you go. And Jay Monahan, literally, right now, right this second, has just begun a player's uh, teleconference to update them on whatever is going on with this merger. So we will have that for you throughout the course of the program, and then information is made public. What's that gentleman's name again, Plowhawk? I need to follow him on Twitter. Yeah, Joe. Joe. Doug, Joe. Joe, J-O-E. Pompliano. P-O-M-P. You know, you talk about Joe Pompliano and the job he's done in Villanova. What does Joe Piscopo have to do with it? Think about that. So now PGA about at $12 billion. <laughs> Okay. The new entity is expected to be valued. Oh, he's, he's not even a sports guy. He's a business guy. God bless. Oh, business, sports business guy. Oh, that'll be my kind of Yeah, God bless. All right. So let's see what he's got. Yeah, I mean, how about this? So that, that I don't know. We'll see. We're going to find out, so there's no need for takes without information because we'll be getting in some information here within the next, I would imagine, half hour to an hour on so, what goes on. But... <clears throat> I mean, what if they wind up shaking hands with Saudi Arabia and then going, all right, we're out? Oh, they won't say that. They'll find a way so that the millionaires and billionaires make even more money and everyone will be happy. It's what, like, so it does say on the Joe Pompliano's tweet, um, it does say that the player can get equity. Is that, yes. do they, are they not getting equity now? Does that mean name, image, likeness? I know these questions will be answered, but... Are, I'm curious what, and that was a big thing for the players if they don't own their name, image, and likeness for, you know, the PGA does. That part is being negotiated by Joe Piscopo. <laughs> that was the big sticking point. Play. Okay. That was the big sticking point with Mickelson. Yeah, because, I mean, I get, and I get it too. That's a million down the hole that you aren't making off of your own name. So I, I didn't know if they had equity. I didn't know if they They haven't meant. been able to use their own name? For sponsorships and things? Well, I don't I don't know exactly how that works. Well, I would assume that they could. Well, it's, Isn't I that how they make a lot of money by doing commercials? Like and Ricky, Ricky, Ricky. Products? I think they're talking about, like, the PGA can use their stuff without their permission. Like, they can take a video of Phil Mickelson and just play it whenever they want yeah. and not get nothing for it. Well, do the other sports leagues do that? If the NFL says, coming up Sunday, we got the Chiefs and the 49ers, Patrick Mahomes against know, Brock Purdy. They don't owe those guys money for saying that, do they? I have no idea. Well, again, they have contracts. This is These are individual playing a sport that they feel that, yeah. you know, this is me. I should be able to make some money off of you using me. Use my whole... I don't know how that works. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. well, that's what Joe Piscopo's <laughs> all about. Yeah. That's right. I didn't know where you came into play, but now I get it. Yeah, yeah. The he's the middle end. guy. Well, they're gonna have like six billion to play with. So, <laughs> guys, I was scrolling for PGA Tour information on the Twitter tweets. Number one, nothing from Ella Reese in a long time. I'm very concerned. But also, Dotem just tweeted. It's two guys <laughs> sharing French fries and waffles in oh, a toilet. That's awful. I saw it yesterday. Awful. Put that out. Awful. This was just posted 28 minutes ago. Yeah, I think he sent it earlier this week too. <laughs> Why would you post that? Look at the boots. Why would you even make a picture like that? I mean, well, it's a bonding moment. It's not a bonding moment. The guy is in boots with no socks. Oh. Untied. Who doesn't awful. bond over french fries at a toilet? 
named <laughs> two inches. Like chicken and waffles to me. And oh. waffles. And I think it's supposed to be barbecue sauce, but we were looking like poop. No. Tottenham's got 2,600 followers. What's wrong with him? <laughs> God almighty. You ever had fried chicken and waffles? I have. Yeah. It really is good. Is it? It made no sense to me. I, I couldn't agree with you more, and then I did. I'm just like, oh, F it. I'm, like, hungover, so I just all eat like a, you know, and it was really good. Uh-huh. I'm trying to think where I had it. You know who has a good one? The Shack, right by Mark Hanna's Yeah, that, would, that means I don't think I had it there, but that, that, that I know they have them on the menu. It's good. That's a good treat. Yeah, I never heard of that. I was watching a movie. Um, well, it's really popular. Roscoe's in L.A. Yeah. yeah. It was a movie with, um, God, what's the girl's name? It was in Titanic. Kate, Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet. Winslet. She, um, she bought a restaurant and served fried chicken and waffles. I'd never heard of that before. It was a true story, too. She played a, a real person. I forgot the name of the movie. That was but. the whole movie? <laughs> Well, there's a lot more to it, but, you know. Mildred Pierce? Mildred Pierce. TV show. Was it? Miniseries. Miniseries. Um, and it was a true story. More things going on. She got divorced and had an affair and all kinds of all because of unsavory the things going on. But she opened up a, uh, so many carbs. a restaurant with chicken and waffles. Dude, that had so many. That had, like, seven bean dip layers of yeah, story. It wasn't it. just about a restaurant. but Yeah, that, that was good. And she didn't get naked once, so. I don't think she's never not gotten naked in a movie. Even in something like Titanic, she had to show her boobs. That was like a triple negative. I couldn't follow that. You but don't that, repop, yeah. do you? Uh, I think you probably go ahead. And I think she's gotten naked in almost every movie she's This done. is Kate Winslet? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She went full bush a couple of times. Oh. That is a take. <laughs> it's a strong take. It's one of the best takes ever. Put the gloves on. Doug, I may be messed up. But I'm trying to keep relevant with all of this AI technology. As you mentioned, Iggy, is being something valuable to do as you get older. Is it wrong that I just use it to generate hot scat dining scenes? That's yes. from Deke Dota. I'm asking a it, question. It is wrong. It's very, very wrong. I applaud him trying to keep up. But he's young enough, so he doesn't have to worry about keeping up. Can you AI that? AI what? Scat play during dinner? Probably That's what anything. he's doing. That's what's on the Twitter tweets. Yeah. Uh, I've said it before and I'll say it again. It's over. PGA doesn't stand a chance. This investment is just a chance for some domestic investors to get a piece of the pie before a full-on Saudi takeover. When the full merger goes through, that investment will be worth a lot more. They're getting in now while they can, basically. That's from Mr. Licks. Well, don't say I said it before and I'll say it again. Like, you're the ultimate authority. Stop with that kind of verbiage. Does Licks have Saudi ties? He very well may. Well, it's a win for the golf fans. Uh, not that a lot of the big-name players right now can still play in majors, but when their world ranking starts dropping, you won't. Who doesn't want to see Cam Smith or Dustin Johnson, Bryson DeChambeau, who doesn't, and Kepka? Who doesn't want to see them in majors or playing in the Ryder Cup? It's not the same if they're not in there, especially for the golf fan. Yeah, that you can pump eighteen billion into that league. If I see a leaderboard like I did last week, I'm oh, out. Oh, are you out? Yeah, I and I think the PGA knows that too. You got to just got to have the best players every well, that's, week. That's going to happen because now we yeah. have the seven. It's not called elevated anymore. Tim, what's it called? A signature now. Yeah, the well, seven designated. Then it was elevated. Now it's a signature. <laughs> the seven signature events, and I think you have to play in all but one of them. Um, and that's that's like half of their schedule. Then you count the four majors and the players. That's 12 events. 
These guys aren't going to play these small events, and that's why they're losing sponsors, because they're going to get crap fields. Well, we're going to find out uh, a lot of details, because the teleconference with Jay Monahan is going on as we speak. So as soon as we have some information from that, uh, you would think there will be clarity, uh, and we will have that for you here on the program. It is the morning after, presented to you by Brown and Crouppen. Text in at the Jeff Lotman, Compass Realty, text inbox, 314-881-TMA5. Email in for our design, air, heating, and cooling email today. Coming your way at approximately... 9.45. Jackson and I dealing with the live situation. They won't be happy with the fact that the Blues had nine shots on goal. And I think the Blue Jackets had seven or maybe vice versa through two periods last night. Looks like everybody's ready for the All-Star break. And Doug, you called it cute hockey? It was cute hockey they played. They didn't go to the greasy areas. That's what Drew Bannister called it. Right. And he said he said uh, he doesn't understand why they don't shoot the puck. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the fans aren't the only ones yelling, shoot, shoot. I... I don't understand that mindset. I guess they're all afraid of being considered a puck hog or selfish, and they're they're always thinking if, if we just make two more passes, we'll get a wide open shot at the net. You know that hardly ever happens. Was that Future and Rihanna who had the song "Selfish"? Is that right? Uh, it was Joe Piscopo, as far as I know. Piscopo, Piscopo. Yeah, I don't follow. I haven't been following hockey, but I, Columbus isn't that good, are they? They are in last, last place. place. Oh. The Blues so, just don't shoot. The uh, you know if if in fact they miss the playoffs. And if they do, there is a chance that it could be by as little as a point. You'll look back at some of these games they've had against Columbus, against San Jose, against the Blackhawks, and go, how in the hell are they able to win the season series against the team that right now would have the President's Trophy? Uh, They're tied with them now. The Bruins and the Canucks. The Canucks are the team the Blues have won the season series with. And then flopped around with some of these butt-asses like the Blue Jackets. Uh, and last night, you know, it's one thing if you play a good game and you get beat. Another team yeah. just, you know, you, you call it puck luck. I've heard you call mm-hmm. it that. Puck luck. Or you just have a, you know, you might have a bad break with officiating or whatever the hell happens. But to have that happen. And Seattle kind of dealt with a similar thing last night. I don't know if guys just mentally were ready to shut it down. <clears throat> the Blues get shut out. They're battling for a playoff spot. And Seattle gets shut out by a butt-ass. Uh, the Sharks. Sharks are worse than the Blue Jackets. So I don't know if guys were just like, yeah, let's get to our respective places and, you know, shut her down for a while because the Blues are only sending one guy to Toronto. You you wouldn't think that that would be the mindset. When you skate on the ice and there's people screaming and cheering. I'm, and maybe it's because, you know, you know, last week you have to play against a team like Vancouver. You have a mental st- – okay, we can't take that easy. We got a chance here. We're playing yeah. in their building. Let's see what we can do. Okay, we're playing against these guys. That I don't know. It just was like – it was a no-show. Really Nothing was. there. But, hell, they's on scholarship, too. Yeah, they are. That's what yeah. Kevin Hayes said post-game. Still an uh-huh. NHL team. Yeah. It's going to happen. I mean, if that was the case, then these teams wouldn't want, wouldn't win a game all year. Think about that. They're going to win some games. So yeah. it just happened to be last night with one of them. Mm-hmm. Iggy, you ever meet Danny Daniels? That's from... Where'd that come from? Oh, I have. Who was uh, that, three, though? Three and four. She's really good friends with Sharita Ville. No, Scuba Steve said Danny that. Daniels? Porn star. Oh, She's neat. She's neat. She's 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 got to be uh, God, mid forties, forty two, forty three. Like hold is Danny Daniels. First time ever hearing the name. Yeah. She's considered a milf. Okay. Hey, what year were you born? Uh, Fifty seven. Thank you. Is your first is your full legal name Kenneth Strode? Yeah, Kenneth Bruce Strode. Okay. Bruce, well, Nin- I like that. Nineteen fifty seven. That's said? my grandpa's name. Fifty seven. Yep. Thank you. Okay, well, we're well on the way to getting this thing done. Yeah, that's all you need to know. Just send in my name and say, go at it. Well, you still got to spit. Uh, yeah, I haven't had any water, so I'm, I'll be good at 9 o'clock. Okay. 
Can't smoke again. Well, I haven't smoked in here. Have you seen me smoke? If you in smoke, here? they're going to say you had a great aunt who died in a fire in <laughs> Italy. <laughs> Jeremy Rutherford's going to join us coming up at 9 o'clock here on the program. He's presented to you by Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies. Mark Hanna's online at evergreenstl.com. 314-889-0503. Everybody needs a financial advisor, brother. And uh, that's just the way it is. It's, that's, a, mm-hmm. that's a truth. These are truths. Especially now with the stock market just exploding again All today. Chess. Yeah. And Mark Hanna can tell you how to get involved. I am telling you what I wouldn't do to go back and say to that young boy fresh out of Little Rock, Arkansas, meeting Doug Vaughn and Steve Savard in March of 2000 and say, hey, 401k, do it. Yeah. Hey, financial advisor, get it. Well, you were fuzzy-cheeked and starry-eyed. I was. I was. Hopped up on a Propecia. Were you? Yeah. <laughs> Uh-huh. That was the problem. Blame the Propecia. That's why you turned down the 401k? I think it was. I'm sure I had it, but I just didn't know what the hell I was doing. Just set aside just something, just something. God almighty. Just saving something. Ah. Uh, well, Mark Hanna will put you on the right track. 314-889-0503 or go online at evergreenstl.com. And he would probably tell you to allocate some money mm-hmm. with Circa. Jackson? Yes, he would. I don't know. He would tell you maybe about uh, playing those big game squares. We like playing squares. We got the Niners. We got the Chiefs. Who's going to win the game? Don't matter. We're talking about squares here. Everyone who's played squares knows the pain of pulling terrible numbers, but with circus squares, instead of randomly pulling numbers, you can choose your square and choose which numbers you get. With a minimum bet of $1 and a max payout of $100,000, it's easier than ever. Download the Circus Sports app and place your Circa Square Bets anywhere in Illinois. For more information, visit CircaSports.com. There it is. Circa, wonderful sponsor of TMA, just like James Carlton, my insurance agent, online at CarltonInsurance.net. 314-961-4800. Go online at CarltonInsurance.net and work with James. James is a wonderful gentleman. I made the switch to him five years ago. Doug, I'll tell you an anecdote. It's March 2019. The Plowhawk just been fired again. Pete was fired about three weeks earlier. Mm-hmm. We were able to get him back. Plowhawk, I was told, hey, buddy, can't do this one. I don't care how much money you give back. And I go, and I don't even know what that one was about. I think it was about you running a best of back-to-back. Oh, yeah. I think it also happened to be the 10 or 15 emails we had back and forth. And I just absolutely sent them to the ground. Mm. I just eviscerated them. And it started raining. I wasn't aware of that maybe when I was trying to fight the I'll send you the emails. There's no going back. Fan page was blaming me for it. Stunning. (laughs) And I get back home, and I'm leaving Florida. And I'm always so happy to come back in March. And I get home and uh, seeing the show falling apart again and uh, get down to my basement to try to relax, probably masturbate. Oh. And, and there's, oh, I would say about, oh, 8 to 12 inches, and usually I have a good gauge on that particular size range of water that I didn't know was there when I got home. Oh, Sweet mother fun. of mercy. Mm-hmm. Ruined I mean, everything. The winter of discontent. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Carpet. The great Jim Furniture. Rogers of Restoration One came over. I mean, that guy's a champion. And James Carlton, who was on a flight, I believe, that night, said, when I land, I'll come over to your house. I'm like, you ain't even my insurance, bruh. Bruh? That's what she said? And did he know what that even meant? No. You ain't even my insurance, bruh. Bruh? <laughs> and with that, he said, sure, I'll get right on it. <laughs> right, exactly. He lands, he comes over. And ever since, I'm like, why wasn't I working with him earlier? And I made the switch. And I can't say enough about the service that his office offers. And that's why they have 353 five-star reviews 
on Google. It's James Carlton, Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency in Webster Groves, online at carltoninsurance.net. If your insurance costs a leg and an arm, call James Carlton State Farm. Dear Deidre, I'm a guy who enjoys wearing thongs, men's or women's. Oh, that's how the story begins. I read what's in the prompter. I find them more comfy. But my girlfriend's thinking I'm weird. That sounds like a kink-shame situation. It's okay. He had it coming. What a B word. I do a lot of running, and when I get changed one day, saw another man wearing a thong and realized my underwear, R-U-C-H-E-S. R-U-C-H-E-S. R-E. R-U. Rushes up? Rushes, rushes up? Rushes up? Did he meant to say rushes up? All right, read what's in the prompter. So I bought a thong online, and the next time I went for a run, the problem was solved. I'm fashion conscious, and I think they give me a better line in lycra shorts. No, oh, please. Or work trousers. This is a guy? <laughs> yes. So now I wear them every day. I've known my girlfriend for a couple of months, and she saw my thong on the bathroom floor and was shocked. Oh, <laughs> she awful? should have been. Drop him! She came out holding it, demanding, Whose is this? I told her it was mine, but I don't think she believes me. She bought me some trunks for Christmas, but for got her. but got the hump when I told her I'd rather exchange them for thongs. Doug, I'm going to read it again. She bought me some trunks for Christmas, but got the hump when I told her I'd rather exchange them for thongs. Is this written by a British gentleman and they're using words differently than we would I use them? I believe so. Okay. And then finishes off the letter to Deidre. I'm 35, she's 31, am I wrong? Yes, you're wrong. Deidre disagrees with you. End of reply. No, it's up to you what underwear you choose. Men's thongs are becoming more popular. They aren't. They are more supportive than flimsy boxer shorts, and as you say, less likely to result in uncomfortable wedgies. You are not harming anybody by wearing thongs, and my guess is that you wouldn't question your girlfriend's choice of underwear or clothing. Dear Deidre. Okay. Yeah, I have no problem. He's a weirdo. Wear what you want. Wear what's comfortable. Doug, you're getting all, you're getting the point of kink shame. Well, I do kink shame. I make no bones about that. Jackson, Not to mention you? her hot body that looks hot in a bikini. Any of your buddies in the uh, Scottsdale house this weekend were wearing thongs? Would would you would you say something? How'd you handle it? I'd say, hey, whatever makes you happy, brother. Mm-hmm. Yes. I would be. Well, I care what underwear. I haven't seen any of the older gentlemen at the gym wearing thongs. Thank but God. Oh, you haven't looked hard enough, I guarantee you. But, like, really, what's the difference between whitey tidies and a thong? You know, a couple inches of width well, of fabric. Well, a lot of cheek showage. going up the crack of your ass. Yeah. Yeah, but if they're under your pants, you know. I think that was a Curb episode. Uh, Jeff had the pair of panties in his car, and he had to tell Larry that he had to pretend that he wears women's underwear. I just don't see how it'd be comfortable. <laughs> I don't either. Why would you want that? Yeah, so, I yeah, Larry do. David, and I wear women's underwear. I used to do it in Bermuda. I would pull my Speedos up the crack of my ass and walk around. Just to show yourself off a little bit? A little bit, yeah. So women would really want you even more? You know, a lot of people were. So I said, I'm going to try So I just pulled it up there, and I'd walk around and see if anybody looked at my ass. And did uh, they? Yeah. Well, you can't help but look at somebody if they're making an ass of themselves. Yeah, it just looks a little weird. I saw a guy at a bowling alley one time. <laughs> Big, big heavy set guy, and he bent over to, to pull a ball out of his thing. He's a whale's tail? And he had a thong on. Oh, God. Oh, my God. This guy's got to go about well, 280. He's got a thong on. Who are they fooling? On. It could have just been that he ran out of underwear and used his wives. No, no. Hmm. Hmm. That's troubling. And it's also troubling that you 
hiked up your speedo on, on the beach. Oh, it worked. It did not work. It didn't work. There wasn't anybody who said, oh, I like that guy's butt cheeks. I think I'll hook up with him. I don't think that worked. He probably said he's got a great ass. I don't think so. Uh, I'm getting text from a source who is on the call of Jay Monahan and the uh, PGA Tour teleconference regarding this $3 billion investment into the PGA Tour. How about this? Doug, we're getting texts from inside the room. Okay. Uh, highlights from the call so far. Uh, first off, it's from a Corn Ferry player who had, oh, this is okay, coming from, I uh, got it now. Uh, but uh, he's getting a play by play from a uh, guy who's on the Corn Ferry Tour who's on the call, uh, who now has status on the PGA Tour. New sports group has been announced. That's what we reported from the Wall Street Journal. That was The Wall Street Journal had that two days ago. We discussed it on the show yesterday. Uh, ESPN just had it this morning for whatever reason. $3 billion investment, which one, with $1.5 billion vesting over years going to the players. They're still negotiating with the PIF. That's Saudi Arabia. Uh, new group saying Jay is great leader and stroking his ego. Uh, Tiger is now talking. Uh, so this is a play-by-play of the call. So the new group that just invested is saying how great Jay Monahan is. So God, maybe that was part so of. So he's the back into the good graces. Sounds like it. Well, not necessarily with the players, but with the guys who peeled off the three billion. What's That's great what's is like. I, and it probably is a win. It's an extra three billion. You're valued at twelve billion now. Obviously, you can't complain about that. But Liv is still winning. They're they're divvying up. I think it, the the equity stake is nine hundred million dollars divvied up between one hundred and eighty ish players, higher ranked player getting more. If you just divvied it out normally across the board, that's five million per player. John Ron John Ron just got play, paid like two hundred fifty million. Terrell Hatton just walked away with mm-hmm. sixty million and not splitting it in any ways. So I get what the PGA Tour is doing. Sounds like I the players still, are winning. The players are winning more now than what they have been in years past because of Liv and because of Phil and Greg. But I, I still don't know if that's going to appeal the players not jumping ship. I don't know if this deal was supposed to, you know, prevent that in any way. But I, I, I don't. Currently, it just doesn't look that appealing for me as a player. If I can make a hundred million in another league, as opposed to five million in equity yeah. stake from a PGA Tour. Nonetheless, though, it's a good... Most you know. of the guys getting the really big bucks with Liv have already made really big bucks on the PGA Tour, though, right? They've already made tens of millions of dollars. Not all of them. Yeah, Hatton only made, I think... Oh, yeah, he probably made $10 million maybe. So you're probably right. Not counting endorsements. Yeah, those aren't public. So I don't know what they made. I think I remember Hatton made $12 million in his career, and he just signed for $60 million. Yeah. Yeah, but there's guys out, the guy playing uh, this week... Hudson Swatford. I think he's got a win, but he's not. He doesn't have twenty million dollars in his bank account. That you know of. And one of guys, the one guy joining Rom's team is like, he's an amateur, so he hasn't made any money. Oh, uh, Morocco. No, I thought Morocco was going to his team. Morocco went to the Gleeks, I think. The Gleeks. <laughs> what the hell is that? Gleeks, I think it's the Gleeks. Gleeks. Yeah. Gleeks. What is that? One of the teams? Is. Oh, for heaven's sakes. Phil, of course, captain of the High Flyers. The High Flyers. I don't like that. Well, you like the Gleeks? I don't like the team concept, no. Well, that's essentially 
the league. Yeah, I don't care. Uh, Hatton has made a quarter, uh, well, $25 million, I'm sorry. I, uh, I, th- I would have thought it would be tw- more than $12 because he made $9 million last year. For me, as a casual fan, once they go to live, I just don't see them anymore. <laughs> they make is that their money. Rich Gould's on the CW? No. They make their money, which is great for them, but it, it means I, I just, I'll never see them again. You'll see them at the majors. Not for some of them. Yeah, that's the, that'd be the only time. Not out of any kind of protest. It means I ju- I'm just not interested. It's not a bad product. I just wish they would turn the music down. That music's so loud on the 18th hole. I mean, no matter what hole they're on, you hear the music blaring. Is it on the course or is it the, the production? Is no on the course. They at 18. They got music blaring. People drinking beers and Norma's up there. Why are they doing that? Just try to set a festive yeah, atmosphere? Party atmosphere. I mean, there's players that'll stop and drink a beer with fans under the ropes during a round. Oh, they probably rather have that than seeing some guys with sticks up their asses walking and not talking and doing anything. Right. Too. I think there's a good comfy medium to that. I think the PGA Tour is in need of personalities, and they've lost a lot of good ones. They're probably it's not just about shot sculpting and hitting great shots. I like watching that too, but the personality basis of that is huge because you got a lot of dead time of players walking and mm-hmm. you know. They need the next young hotshot to come along and win a tournament every other week. And what about this Frenchman? Well, whoever it is, they need the next Tiger Woods. It's going to be hard to match that. I don't know if you're going to get that, but I, I mean, the personality they have lost to live is wild. We got a lot of things going on in this Jeff Lotman uh, Compass Realty text <laughs> inbox. I don't know what this means, but I read it, Doug. It's whatever sent in. Okay. Uh, KBS comma. What does KBS mean? KBS. There's KB Toy Store. Kenneth Bruce Strode. Oh wow! Oh, there it is. Wow. Well, I gave Jackson my name, so it just makes sense. Okay. KBS comma. Mrs. Swinghaven board member is 45 years old. She's five foot six inches, 118 pounds, with 34 double D, plus a true milf. That's from the Swinghaven board member. Oh, how, how long does that? she take to blow up? Do you have an automatic? Do you have a the hand crank, or can you just plug that in and blow it up automatically? Oh, if that's not a real person. I mean, I enjoyed she's not the text. Real. I just don't know what was the impetus for it. You know? I said Danny Daniels is a milf. Maybe oh, got telling it. Telling me his wife is a milf. Got it. All right. Well, you got to pay attention on this show, right. Doug. Do you well, that's basically what you are, right? Five. Five eight one fifteen. Yeah, one I don't have. Cup. I don't have the thirty four Ds. Yeah, I had thirty four Ds. I never leave the house. If I had thirty four Ds, I'd be making bank on OnlyFans. Yeah, I would show those babies in the grocery store. You'd, you'd sit and play with your own boobs all day. Cut <laughs> off. Now, do you have any kids, Swing Haven board member? Because if you don't have any kids, you can't be a milf. Uh, Swing Haven board member, the action's back on you. Uh, Banny boy in Bridgeton's losing his mind. I honestly can't take it anymore. Plowsy does not understand what an equity stake is and the potential for the players. Explain it to him and then shut up his mic. Oh. From the Banny boy in Bridgeton. Well, what, what are the PGA Tour? The PGA Tour is hemorrhaging money. That's why they're taking this money from this investment group. So I, the PGA Tour stock is not on the rise. It's the complete opposite. So, like, that equity stake could be way less if the PGA Tour crumbles and then the PIF takes over. In two or three years. I don't believe they're hemorrhaging money. I think they would have hemorrhaged money if the lawsuit would have continued. So I think that was the whole point of this merger, to be honest with you. I think it's just a temporary raincoat to what is eventually going to happen and live and PGA Tour are going to merge. And whoever's going to be involved or in charge of that, I don't know. But that's what's going to happen. This is just we're 
prolonging it by shoveling in another $3 billion to the PGA. Well, I'd be very surprised if these guys who are billionaires would invest $3 billion into something that would be controlled by Saudi Arabia. Yeah, I mean, there are some big names in it. That is for sure. I just I don't see how Live just goes away. And I don't know how the PGA Tour prevents players from jumping to Live. So it, it seems like nothing is currently done with, you know, those two sides. Panty Boy and Bridge to disrupt back. Ah! Mm. How do you spell that? What are we comparing spreadsheets here? I'm a 34-year-old board op, bro. Like, what what do you want me to get in depth with finances and equity? Yeah, I don't know what equity stake is all the way, but, like, I'd rather make $550 million and live Mm. and have an equity stake in PGA Tour. That's my whole point. It doesn't change the fact that players are going to jump to live. They're not going to look at that and go, man, I'm leaving a lot of money out on the table so Roy McIlroy can take about 90% of the money. No. No. Not doing that. No. Mrs. The Total Package used to be a man. Thanks. That's from The Total Package. I guess now listeners are just sending in details on their wives. Oh, not, not pictures, but just sending in details. That's would, you, would you marry someone who used to be a man if they were really gorgeous? Clip that off. I'd need to see the net worth, but yeah. <laughs> net worth is... That's, that would be a money to play then, yeah. Like, what it? If they're wealthy, the you thought, would do it? Just the thought of it. She can look gorgeous and... You know that you just have that clean cut. Oh, you know, no, oh. no. Don't make that motion with your hand when you say clean cut. I hey, Plowsy lives. Hemorrh- hey, Plowsy lives also hemorrhaging money. They're paying over a billion dollars for a handful of big names and have no major corporate sponsors and no TV partners in the U.S. The only thing saving live is all the Saudi oil money. Their business model is boned. That's from the six three six. Okay, so I'm confused. So they're hemorrhaging money, but they also make billions of dollars a day, and the only reason they're they're still in business because they have a lot of money. That's mm-hmm. it. They have un, like they they're close to the mo- unlimited money as you can possibly get. Their strategy is working. They've taken almost all the good personality from the PGA Tour. They have P- PGA Tour changed on a dime in two years because of them. Like they are scrambling. They've been in lawsuits. Like this is not hunky dory for the PGA Tour. And for people who hate live, I get it, but you, you can't paint it if the PGA Tour is winning in any scenario. A guy in Bridgeton lecturing somebody about understanding equity is pretty funny. That's like Iggy screaming that people need to have a better understanding of work ethic. That's from the Warson Woods <laughs> Oh, gosh. I've never said that. <laughs> he was just saying it would be like if you did. I mean, literally, they just got $3 billion, and that's the biggest story. I bet you right now the PIF has made $3 billion since we've been on air. Like that, 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 the enormity of the money that they have, they can do this. I'd just be curious to see who's going to run what. I wonder if Norma's name is going to be brought up today. Well, based on uh, what we're getting here, uh, and I just got another text, uh, th- th- sounds like nothing's going to be announced with regard to live because from inside the room, if this is indeed accurate, and uh, I'm being texted by somebody who I know about what's going on, still negotiating with PIF, I don't think that you will have anything concrete regarding live in the PGA Tour today, but who knows? Let's see. Nothing real interesting from Tiger. Player thinks this is the PGA Tour showing some strength and new potential deal. This seems to be a start of them to at least attempt to control new venture or majority stakeholder. This is his opinion. So these again are texts coming from a PGA Tour player who is listening to the call with Jay Monahan. So there you go. Uh, Jeremy Rutherford is going to join us on the other side of the break. He's presented to us by the great Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies, who is going to be in the studio. Is he here, Jackson? 
He is. Yeah, Mark Hanna, Evergreen Wall Strategy, is going to be in the studio. Uh, then we have the Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day, the morning after at InsideSTL.com. Buck Swope. <laughs> has a lead, but he's tied with the JV golf coach. Doug, we got a showdown at 945. That's so exciting. But Kevin Miller in the calcified here with a win could force a three-man playoff tomorrow on February 1st. That's fun to see. Uh, Brian Henschen, bowl executive, eliminated. Morian Little Jack, eliminated. Jimmy Stronglegs, eliminated. Blueberry Pop Pop, eliminated. And then Gus and Tilly Grendelhort. They mm. only emailed in one time. They won that day, but they also have been eliminated. The Grendelhorts are out. Yeah, they? Yeah, I'm surprising. That would have probably been the winner of this month if he'd have kept emailing in. German couple. <laughs> That's correct. Uh, Warrison with Wacko says $2,500 of equity in your home in Bridgeton does not make you an expert in equity. He is, mm. ah. he is on the Plowhawk side, and he is going after the, what is it, the Banty Boy in Bridgeton. Swinghaven board member says KBS. You like that, Doug? KBS? I don't mind Ravens? it, yeah. <laughs> uh, two kids. Also, I've sent a number of pictures with the same women and me together to the show. Not real? Jesus. That's a Swinghaven board member. Sounds like they're courting you today. Oh, you already stood me up once. Would you like to be courted again? Yeah, what if you could sleep if with she her? Was would real. you do anything other than well, just sit there and let her ride? Real. If she's real, you she's, would. she's very attractive. You would pleasure her? Well, foreplay. Sex, I'm doing no work. Oh, God, that is a bad work God, ethic. What right a there. great line. That is a bad work ethic. If you're not doing anything. Well, I'll do it before sex. I'm very good at foreplay. Oh, you're going to perk her up, gosh. get her ready to go. Once it comes down to sex, I'm just going to lay there. Mm. It's quite an offer to any young lady. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe you turned it down. Mm -hmm. uh, Jeremy Rutherford will give us his thoughts. That's coming up next. This is the morning after, and it's presented to you by Brian and Crippen.